Once you have your master's, there are very few jobs you aren't eventually qualified for. You will still, more often than not, start on step one in a foundational role and still have to work your way up. You go get your master's, chances are you're going to have $66,000 in debt. This is the Work in Sports Podcast. Here's VP of Content and Engage Learning at WorkinSports.com, Brian Clapp. So we just launched last week our, some of our best career advice for 2021. Went back through all 41 of our industry expert interviews last year, pulled out some of those most impactful nuggets, packaged it all together, and threw it out there to the audience. And it's been amazingly popular because it's like the best of the best. There was so much stuff we could have included, and we decided to push some stuff down because we didn't want it to be a three-hour episode. We wanted it to be a tight half hour, get some really good stuff and move on. And I cannot stress to you enough to go back and listen to that episode. I think you should go back and listen to a lot of episodes and go back to listen to them over and over and over again, because that's selfish of me. But going back and listening to this episode, people like Scott O'Neill, Michelle Andres, Emily Karen, John Ferguson, Callie Franklin, some of the best of the best from our show, Jason LaConfora, just best of the best of our show, really sharing some great advice. So go back and listen to that one. The rest of 2021, we will be doing some best of features. We're going to be highlighting some of those full episodes, not just a highlight reel, not just a little nuggets here and there, some of the best full episodes we've done throughout the year. So make sure you keep tuning in the rest of the year and we will continue doing our Monday podcast where we're answering fan questions, which brings us to Jack in Ann Arbor. Jack writes in. Hi, Brian. I'm in my sophomore year of college and I like to think and plan ahead. So many of my friends are talking about getting their masters after they finish undergrad. And as someone who wants to work in sports, I'm wondering, should I plan to get my master's? Jack, as far as I know, there's only one school in Ann Arbor, so you must be a Washtenaw Community College student. Yes, I had to look down to remember how to say Washtenaw. <laughs> Washtenaw. Yeah, I think I got it right, actually. Button hooked you there. You thought I was going to say University of Michigan. All right, Jack. I selected your question, but the truth is this question has been asked about 100 times this year. There is a lot of people curious about whether they should get their master's or not. Does it worth it? Does it make sense to me? And I think it's a good question because if you're going to make a decision like this, it needs to make sense in all the different facets of your life. Does it make sense for your career? Does it give you that high ceiling? Can you afford it? Does it make sense for you that way? Does it make sense for you to go into debt? Is there the right type of program out there for you? So let's just talk about this. Let's get into this topic and conversation because I think this will benefit so many people out there listening. Let's start with some data. So we get some perspective, some context here. Now, I'm not going to go crazy data heavy because it all starts to turn into jumble in your mind after a while, but let's get into it a little bit and give it some context. Enrollment in master's programs went up 3.6% in fall 2020 and continued to rise another 4.4% in spring 2021. It makes sense. Lots of people taking the momentary collapse of society to advance themselves. Okay. So a lot more people are going back and getting their master's. Another data point for you, from 1991 to 2019, 28 years, which also happens to be how old my genes are, the number of master's degrees awarded rose by 143%. So we're talking a lot of demand here. We're talking about numbers going up incrementally, but then we're also talking about when we look at it in a big time frame going up a lot. To give this context, that's 70% faster than how bachelor's degrees have risen and 84% faster than doctorates. So the demand for master's is eclipsing everything else. 
All right. Get ready for this. That gives us some context. They're in demand. A lot of people are going for their master's. Of those who have a master's degree, so we're talking about 13% of people age 25 or older. So that's the number. 13% of people age 25 or older have their bachelor's degree, have their master's degree. From educationdata.org, they're a legit research company, that for that 13% of people who got their master's, it only increased their employability by less than 3%. Now, I don't know how they calculate that. I don't know how they figure out what the percentages of employability is and the increases and whatever, but they are a legit employment data site. So I'm going to trust them on this one, right? I can't get into the raw data. I don't know the tabs. I can't get into all that. Wouldn't know what to do with it anyway, being completely honest. Uh, But I mean, that tells you something. It did not increase their employability by that much. Okay. So that's one. That's one thing. The average pay for graduates with a bachelor's degree is $64,000 a year. The average pay for someone with a master's degree is $76,000 a year, which is about a 19% increase, $12,000 a year. And that's according to Payscale. Right. Another legit site. So, okay, we're getting a little bit of a rise in salary. We're just getting some context right now for this discussion. Here's the downside. From 1999 to 2016, so now we're talking a 17-year period, the average debt assumed for master's study among the nearly half of students who had to borrow money, which is, I mean, a lot. Most of us have to borrow money when we're going for a master's. It's not cheap. Increased by 57% to $66,000. You go get your master's, chances are you're going to have $66,000 in debt. Okay, so let's sum all this data points up. You get your master's, you have an average of $66,000 in debt, you increase your employability by maybe 3%, and your salary by 19%, which sounds good, but in raw numbers is actually just $12,000 a year. Simple math here, unless you're getting your master's while working in your field, you are increasing debt and losing opportunity to earn because you're not earning a yearly salary by working in your field. And you may make it up over time. Yikes. I mean, that, that doesn't paint the prettiest picture. All that said, no matter what the data says, no matter what this information is, more and more people are going for their master's. We already kind of clarified that. A master's degree now is akin to a bachelor's degree in 1960. Let me explain. In 1960, about 13% of people age 25 or older had their bachelor's degree. If you had one, it separated you from the pack. You were part of a different group. In 2021, about 13% of people age 25 or older have their master's. Again, because the intent is to separate from the crowd. So bachelor's degree used to be seen as a big deal. Now it's master's degree. That's that standard. Bachelor's degrees have become more commonplace. Masters still have that kind of elite status. Look, cutting through it all, we work with a lot of institutions of higher learning. I spoke in 29 college campuses this past semester. I love college programs. I know a lot of great professors. I know a lot, okay? Really great programs out there. We work with a lot, but I'm going to be completely honest and transparent with you in this conversation. I can surely direct you to some amazing programs, but the financial decision, that financial question has to be asked. Does this make sense? for you because it doesn't for everybody. Let's look at motivation too. Okay. For educational institutions, master's programs are cash cows because 
their students get far less financial aid than in undergraduate programs. Let me repeat that. If you're a college and you put out a master's program, that money's coming into them at a higher rate because there's less financial aid for master's programs than there is for undergraduate programs. It makes sense for colleges to push their master's programs. Doesn't mean they're not good, but it's a business decision as well. For students, the master's program responds to a specific need is to distinguish yourself from the masses. And I respect that and I get it. All right, so now let's talk specifics in our world. Sports. You know, I said earlier that the number of master's degrees have gone up by 143% over the age of my genes. Master's in the leisure and fitness studies category, which the education department, Department of Education, says is where sports management degrees, master's degrees are considered. They've increased 173% between 2002 and 2021. Big growth. Even more than the average of master's programs across all you know, disciplines. It's a big jump. Bottom line, this is an expensive choice, and for some it'll be the right one, but others not so much. I want to be clear, I do not have my master's, and I've done okay. All right, I'm privy to a lot of information on the job market, because at workinsports.com, we've been collecting sports job data since 1999. So let's dig into some recent numbers. We currently have around 30,000 active and available jobs in the sports industry. Of those jobs, 918 mention the word masters anywhere in their job description. So if I go in and do a keyword search for the term masters amongst our 30,000 active jobs, 918 times I get a result, but it's not that clear, okay? 46% of those said masters preferred, okay? So not mandated, not required. 46% of those 918 said masters preferred. Okay, so hey. In some of these jobs, it makes sense to have that. I mean, we're already starting out from the premise of 29,000 jobs on our job board do not have the word masters in them anywhere. But hey, if we're going to look at this 918, let's break it down a little bit. They were college edge coaches, compliance officers, athletic directors, and many business development type roles at sporting apparel and lifestyle brands. So Nike, Under Armour, and league jobs in the NFL and NBA. If you're listening and you hear these type of jobs and that's where you want to go, all right, now it's starting to make more sense. We're giving you context. Maybe it is essential for you. Maybe it is a differentiator for you, but maybe not if it's a field that you're not thinking about in the sports industry. Let's keep going. Just 36, 36 out of the 30,000 jobs we have on our job board said master's required, required. Wow. Wow. Now, I think that may be off a little bit, and I'm just going to be transparent and honest here. 99% of the jobs that I see in college athletics want a master's, like 99%. So they might not always state it in there, but I'm telling you most jobs in college athletics want you to have a master's. It's almost like they want you to prove that their programs on campus are worth it. And so if you want to work in college athletics, a master's or higher is a very, very important part of your education. So if you want to work in college athletics, plan on a master's. 120 of the jobs said bachelor or master's required. Okay, that helps give us a little bit more. Less of a distinction was made, no real benefit to the latter, but one or the other, we want you to have one of those things. 156 of the jobs 
preferred a master's that was not related to sports. I saw library science, I saw chemistry, I saw computer science, and I saw MBA. MBA makes sense, right? A lot of, a lot of business roles, a lot of operations roles, a lot of front office roles might want you to have an MBA. Computer science, okay, analyst roles, right? Might want you to understand SQL and Python and R. So getting that kind of a, a master's degree. So again, we're talking master's degree, but maybe not a sports management master's. 36 of the jobs were actually internships saying, you must be enrolled in a bachelor or master's program to apply. So again, of this 918, we're then pulling down the number a little bit and saying, yeah, but some of these were saying you need to be in one of these programs in order to apply for an internship. So it's not really a, a boost or an opportunity. It's not an indication that master has value, rather just a requirement to be an active student in order to get that internship. And finally, 180 of those jobs that came up in my keyword search were not for masters at all, as we're discussing in this conversation. Instead, they used the word masters in a different format. So the Lajeunesse masters, the masters, like the golf tournament, masters swim class, like using the word masters in there. So it's not perfectly clean data when I say 918. That's why I'm trying to give you this perspective. Now, why am I doing this? Because the only way to know if getting your sports management master's is going to benefit you is to go through available jobs and determine if it is considered a differentiator. Eh, let's give it some, I'll give it some added perspective though. Even if a job doesn't say master's required, it still may stand out. It still may look good. So it's not as clear as to say only one out of every 30 jobs is going to be benefited by a master's. The number is probably higher than that. But it's not as clear as to say you get your master's, you're jumping to the top of the class. It's not going to be that simple. All right. Data can tell us a lot. It also has its limitations. So let's have a real conversation. Getting your master's is neither a mistake nor a trip to the fast lane of immediate success. There are three points I want to make about getting your master's and framing your overall expectations. Number one, climbing the career ladder. Number two, overall ceiling. Number three, areas of interest. Let's start with the career ladder. I believe that there is a perception that if you get your master's, you get to jump past the early stages of your career. Maybe you start out as a mid-level manager rather than being an entry-level coordinator. And that's false. When you graduate with your master's, you will still, more often than not, start on step one in a foundational role, coordinator, associate, assistant, those kind of roles, and still have to work your way up. But, and this is where the major distinction comes in, you may jump faster than others. You may get to mid-level manager faster than those people around you because you've been identified as possibly having a higher ceiling and having more business acumen or having more, you know, deeper thought into working with spreadsheets, pushing the numbers, understanding facility management, whatever it may be. So the thought is you can grow faster, but you might still start out at an entry-level role. Number two, overall ceiling. When you have your master's, there really isn't one. Once you have your master's, there are very few jobs you aren't eventually qualified for. CEO, SVP, running a team, running an agency, building a top, being a top flight athletic director. Those are all in your reach. Whereas somebody like me that doesn't have their master's may hit a career ceiling. I mean, I don't think I will. I mean, I'm pretty good at this. I'm playing. I'm just kidding around. But I'm saying like, you, if you have your master's, chances are there's not going to be much of a ceiling because you've proven an, a, a higher capacity and ability to learn that is impressive to most. So, hey, that's something you need to know. But then number three, look at your areas of interest. 
if you want to work in college athletics, master's is essential. Like it has to happen because you're not going to grow in that sector unless you have your master's. But if you want, and if you want to work in uh, sports apparel and goods and maybe on a business side or on the innovation side or on the analytics side, maybe it makes sense. But there are other areas in the sports industry. Maybe it doesn't make as much sense. I was in journalism, but I didn't go to journalism school. Okay. I was in the broadcast media, but I didn't go to get my master's and everything worked out just fine. There are certain sectors you have to analyze and say, will this be the thing that makes the difference for me? And if it doesn't, then evaluate that against the debt that you will incur by going and getting your master's or the experience you're not getting by going out into the real world and getting a job and starting to work. That's how you have to get it together. But final thought, you also have to evaluate the program that you're looking into. I get a lot of people reaching out to me and saying, like, I'm considering schools. What should I do? I'm not going to pick schools for you, but I am going to tell you is you have to look at schools' organizational philosophies and make sure they stand up to what you need. Here's what I mean. Are you gaining classroom and work experience while in their program? Because that's the best of both worlds. You need to be trained and taught by the best in the industry. The adjunct professors, those professors have been doing it a long time that really know and understand the industry and can get into the weeds and really teach you things. But you also need to be out there applying it and gaining experience. If you graduate with your master's, but you don't have any experience, you will fall behind everybody else. You need to have the experience. So let's use the University of South Florida as an example. USF. Laura Wilhelm is going to be very excited that I'm talking about this. I'm not getting paid to say this. There is no benefit to me. Although if somebody wants to pay me, I can give you my number. Anyway, back to USF. In their program, in their master's program, the students work three days a week while going to school two days a week. During their first year, a majority work for the athletic department or the school in some capacity. In the second year, they're working three days per week with a professional sports team or organization, most often the Tampa Bay Lightning, and they're treated like full-time employees. That's a program I can get behind because you're gaining experience and classroom knowledge. That's the benefit of what you're looking for. And a lot of programs are working that way. I'm just giving you that one example. So bottom line, master's, not a cure-all. It works for some people. It doesn't work for others. Evaluate the debt that you would incur versus the earnings you could make by hitting the workplace. Think about your ceiling. Think about the need in your specific sector of the sports industry. And do not use your master's or use a master's program as a stall tactic. Oh, I don't know really what I want to do. I'm not really sure what my next step will be. I'll just go get my master's and figure it out. That's a really expensive way to just start figuring things out and going into debt. Get out there. Go work with a team. Go work with an agency. Go work with some organization. Go work with some government agency, you know, a, a USA Lacrosse, whatever. I'm just throwing out possibilities here. There are tons of jobs available in the sports industry. Go out there, get some experience, figure out what you love. Do internships while at college, figure out what you love. Don't just like throw money at the problem, really have a focus. Because if you graduate with a master's degree, but you still don't have any focus because you've never gotten out there and gotten any experience, that's not good either. So Jack, this is obviously an important topic. That's why I got into the data a lot today. That's why I got into the emotions. That's why I threw out all this stuff to you. And it's a lot for you to make a decision on. But this is the stuff that's going to help you because you need to really evaluate this rather than just say, my friends are doing it, so I guess I will too. That's not good enough. So put that onus on yourself to do the research and make sure it makes sense. Thanks for your question, Jack. I appreciate everyone, last one of you. Happy holiday season to everyone. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. It's important. It helps. Thanks for listening. 